You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. Time for silver and black today. To the ground game. Touchdown Las Vegas! We're breaking down the latest Raider news from on and off the field and bringing you conversations with newsmakers and record breakers. So hold on, Raider Nation. It's time to get get it it on. Here's your hosts, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Raider Nation, it's time again. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. We are back. It is Thursday. It is time to talk Raiders football as they inch towards this weekend's exhibition game, preseason game, glorified practice, whatever you want to call it against the Minnesota Vikings. The first this season at Allegiant Stadium. And to talk about all of that, as always, is my partner, my good friend, Mr. Mo Moten. Uh, All right, Mo, we go to I call it week two of the preseason, but it's technically week one because the Raiders Hall of Fame game didn't really count. It was more of an exhibition. So here we go. But we're kind of into the second week. Yes, sort of kind of. It's the Raiders second week. It's everyone else's first. Uh, Shout out again to Raider dad who's taking 46 plus families to the game this Sunday. Just want to shout him out again. Josh Kamenai doing his thing. Join him in the J lot. If you're going to the game, see what he's all about. Doing great stuff. J lot. That's right. Get out to the J lot. There's all take over. Remember when the Raiders were moving to Las Vegas because of the parking situation, because of the urban setting of Allegiant stadium, a lot of people were concerned about that. Some people won't let it go too. They're still, they're still upset about it, but you're starting to see now into the second season, this culture developed, they call it by the lots and there's an a group lot, just like there was in Oakland. I mean, I'm not comparing Oakland, tailgating to las vegas tailgating not the same but they're starting to develop that culture which just takes time and certainly the j lot go find him go find raider dad give them any support you can even if it's just to stop by to say hello to say hey thank you for doing what you do bring your family bring your family absolutely and show those kids some love and show the organization love because they're doing good now we're going to get into a couple different things today and if you're uh, listening, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We are so happy. I won't give away inside information, but this podcast and you, Raider Nation, Raider Nation is just freaking amazing because we are one of the fastest growing podcasts on the network, if not the fastest. Mo and I are are working hard to make it the fastest growing podcast on the network, uh, but you guys are doing it. It's all you. So thank you very much. We're just shocked and and just humbled by how the response has been since the move over to odyssey so thank you but subscribe and then drop us a five-star rating wherever you're listening if you're watching us on youtube we have some fans i don't know why you guys will have to tell me but some just don't want to listen they want to watch and they consume it on youtube and that's cool we're wherever you need us to be we're your johnny's on the spot so to speak 
Does anybody use that? If you want to, if you want to call us, if you want to call us to be in in your living room, you know, just give us a call. We'll do house calls. Uh, we'll do a <laughs> live show right there in your kitchen, your living room, your bedroom. Maybe not your bedroom, but uh... oh, whoa, Mo, <laughs> getting a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 come into your home. I mean, let's like you know we're family, so we'll come in there. Uh, but but do that for us too. If you're watching us on YouTube, then uh, you know that I'm wearing an Arizona State hat for Mo's guy on the Raiders, right? Darian Butler. Darian Butler. And then mm-hmm. and then uh, I am also wearing sunglasses tonight. Not because I'm old and I want to look like some one of those guys in Palm Beach. No, I it, it they are they are if you can tell Mo, you know who wore these glasses, right? Fill me in. No, no. Fill me in. Go ahead. No, I I, I guarantee you this is a dated reference. I guarantee <laughs> yeah, you. Much is, but but relevant this week because these are Elvis sunglasses, okay. right? The big old seventies jaw. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Um, they gotcha. and it, it's Elvis week. This is the week they celebrate, uh, or not celebrate, but they remember Elvis because he died on August 16th. So I'm just being sure. goofy. I'm bringing a little of my Vegas hey, 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 to the should, show. Should be a question. There you go. Look at that. Scott, bring it in way, the 40 plus people. There you go. 40 plus, and that one is probably more like 60 or 70. I'm on the young side of that group. Um, <laughs> but yes, and not only that, but you know, a little bit of trivia, music trivia, because I love music. Uh, one of Elvis's best friends until the end of his life is a, a, a beloved R&B singer. Now think of the same age group. Can you guess who it was? They talked on the phone quite often. No idea. If I gave you a clue, like I got ants in my pants. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> you got to know who James Brown is. Come on, man. Of course I do. Well, right. I would. I wanted you to that that that's your this is your cue. This is your <laughs> line of this is your line of uh fun here. So I'm gonna let you have the stage there. <laughs> anyway, so we move on, but and so we're if you're watching visually, we're being goofy. If you're listening to us, we're describing, yes, I'm wearing orange tinted Elvis glasses along with my yellow Arizona State Sun Devil hat with the with the pitchfork or the triton is actually more pitchfork triton slash thing mo's wearing a t-shirt mo could you show everybody i'm gonna let me let me get the video here so it's just you what does that say got Got sources sources. (laughs) i may not have any shout out shout out to obi by the way who got me the who sent me the shirt obi doing his thing at hiddensoul.com shout so shout out to him but not that i have any sources but you know i just it's oh, a you question do. you should ask on Twitter. When someone throws out, you know, some news, some rumors, just ask them. Got sources. So I just, that's why I'm wearing this shirt. It's an ode to that. And it's in the it's in the script for those listening. It's in the script of the Got Milk font yes. for those of you who are into graphics. And yes. so it, it's very cool. But Mo, you have sources. You're just not a breaking news guy, so you don't have to use them. You just use them for information. I mean, I mean to make people- you better. People chirp in my ear, but I'm I'm not a newsbreaker. That's not my lane. As I said on Twitter this week, that's not my lane. Yeah. I hear things, but I don't I don't report news. I leave that to the reporters. I'm an analyst. I'm a guy who gives opinions, not breaks mm-hmm. news. And that that's what we do too. I mean, even even when you think about it, and we talked about it a little bit on the last show, which is you have all these content creators, fan content creators, and all this stuff, and they do that clickbait stuff. And I don't I don't use clickbait as a a negative all the time. I'm just saying what it is. And so, it, you know, that day there's a fight in practice. That person's got a video up saying who won the fight and it's got them over, superimposed onto a Rocky image, right? You know, that kind of stuff. 
that's what drives video on YouTube. If we did that stuff, our channel would probably be three times the size it is, but it's not. We just don't do that, right? And so that's yeah. fine. Everybody's got their own stuff. And and this is just as a this is just kind of like a, a spinoff of off of the Josh Jacobs trade rumors that went wild over the past <laughs> week. I actually have an article coming out on Bleacher Report. Well, it's out already. Uh, if you want to read that, I basically explain why the Josh Jacobs trade rumors are just absolutely silly. And Gosh. why it doesn't make sense. Uh, we we did a show, our last show, basically. On you Tuesday, had the, yeah. Yes, you had the clever header. Uh, Josh Ray, yes, basically saying it's all bullcrap. But yep. uh, I put it in written form if you guys want to read why it's bullcrap. And I explained it uh, very thoroughly. So check that out on Bleacher Report when you get a chance. Yeah, and, and that's the point. Like, it, it is. You, you, fans can talk about it. Somebody can mention it once. But the way the internet now is, it just catches fire and people get overly excited about it. Which Mo, I'm you, Mo's getting so good at this, right? Um, I called the segue in the biz. Uh, so that's going to segue into a little bit of a rant. And I got into some, I wouldn't say arguments, some heated discussions with folks over another stupid rumor. Excuse me. I'm not calling you stupid if you like it. I'm just saying it's a stupid rumor. Okay. Let me clarify. I'm not calling anybody stupid. I call myself that sometimes. But other than that, listen, Roquan Smith. The Bears, there was a rumor comes out, oh, Roquan Smith wants to be traded. He's managed trade. He put actually, he put out a statement saying that, right? He wants to go. So instantly, instantly, and I'm not saying the Raider fans are the only team that does this. I think a lot of fan bases do this. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to go get him. We got to go get him. Uh, let's go. Kendrick Lamar needs a new record contract. Raiders should sign him. You know, I mean, come on. Like, it's, it doesn't matter who the name is. If they're a top-end player, everybody says they should go sign him. But I kept laying out why it won't happen. And if you look at Dave Ziegler and his MO, it doesn't work either. To which then I got the fallacy stuff, which is, well, he went out and traded for Devontae Adams and he traded Yannick Agakwe away. And it's like, but they're not comparable. So, Mo, let's start to talk about this because, again, and I'm not insulting anybody. I, I'm totally fine with debate. And if I'm wrong, I'll eat a shoe. I don't care whatever you want me to do, okay? But I'm just telling you, people have to look. As a fan, you're so passionate, and, and, and we talk about it all the time. Raider, Raider Nation is the best and so passionate. And more than that, Mo, they want to win. They are so hungry to win. So I'm not insulting anybody. But let's look at this as a chessboard, not a checkerboard, okay? If we look at the Raiders, they're not that far away, but they're not quite there either. They're not one player away. If they were one player away, okay, you give up some future draft picks. You take on the contract, even though he's, he wants a bigger contract because he's coming to the end of his rookie deal. But, Mo, let's talk through logically why this just doesn't work, despite the fact that they could use him on the field. There's no question. But why it doesn't work and why we don't see Dave Ziegler doing something like that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have two, reas two reasons why it won't happen. Now, I will say 
context, I didn't think they would trade for Devontae Adams. But it also me either. We should we should also note that Devontae Adams wanted to play for the Raiders. He on he yes. kind of didn't want to play. He was he wanted out of Green Bay. So that was part of it. Roquan wants out of Chicago. But Roquan looks like he just wants a new deal that's appropriate for his production on the field. And there are two reasons why I don't think it happens for the Raiders. And the first one is you already have a linebacker that supposedly wants a new deal in Denzel Perryman. So how would that look if you're bringing in another linebacker, another linebacker and then paying him on an extension? Because Roquan is not just going to play on his rookie deal. He wants that extension. He's probably going to be paid like a three player his position, which means you're going to have to pay him about 18, 17, 18 million per year. So well, Mo, we're, real know, quick, let me interrupt you before you continue, though, to go that ahead. point, though, because I, I saw that point discussed amongst Raider fans. Mm -hmm. Their point is, well, Perriman's older. We get a younger guy. How do, how do you how do you deal with that question? Here's the thing. If if you're going to bring Roquan in and pay him, then you're going to have to deal Perryman because basically it sets a bad president in your life. You're going to you're going to take care of a guy from another team right. before you take care of your own. Because if you look at what the Raiders have done this all season, that's been the running theme to take care of their own first. Hunter Renfro gets an extension. Derek Carr gets an extension. Max Crosby gets an extension. Yes, they brought in Chandler Jones, but they needed a guy on the other side that they, they basically swapped Yannick and Gakwe for Chandler Jones. So you're letting a guy right. go and bring another guy in. So that's why I said, if you're bringing in Roquan, why are you keeping Denzel then? Because is he going to say, well, you brought in another guy, you paid him. We're, you know, I, I had a Pro Bowl season last year. Where's my money? <laughs> no, so it just it could just it could just rub guys in the locker room the wrong way. Although you paid a lot of your guys, I think the Raiders would rather pay their guy than bring in another guy and pay him more because Denzel Perryman is not going to cost as much as a Roquan Smith. Again, right. Roquan is probably going to get top three, top five money at his position. And to your point, and you've said this a lot, you just can't pay everybody. You know, as the three guys that I just mentioned on the roster got extensions. They also extended Devontae Adams after they acquired him. When you look down the road, you're going to have to penny pinch at other positions when you pay certain guys. And I think the linebacker position is a non-premium position. It's not like an edge rusher or a quarterback or a wide receiver. Those are premium positions. Yes. Those are key players. Linebackers are on the bottom of the totem pole along with the running back position as far as when it goes to premium value. So I don't see the Raiders trading for a non-premium pre premium player and then extending him on a lucrative deal that would make him top three at his position. Yeah, and and that's what that's what the one of the points I was making though throughout the week was exactly that too. When you look at because everybody focuses on well, it's twenty one million dollars, twenty two million dollars, twenty five million dollars in cap. Well, guess what though? Again, you're looking at it in the short term. You're talking about a longer term deal, a player, a younger player to your point who's going to get top three money. Number one, number two. You have to take care of Darren Waller. If you go out and trade for Roquan Smith and give him a deal before you give Waller a deal, you think that's going to help you with Waller and his agent? Do you think he's going to feel good? Do you think that's going to help the locker room? No, not at all. Second, I look at this, and that is after this season, depending what happens, there's going to be, I don't think there's any question, Mo, based on their declining fifth-year options on Abram, Jacobs, and some other guys, that they're going to have some 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 pretty significant roster turnover. They're going to have to go out and get some more bodies. Draft, yes, but also free agents. It could come in the defensive secondary, defensive line, wherever it may come. So they're going to have to uh, allot money in those spots. And I just am concerned that fans often think that this because there's $21 million there, you can go get anybody you want. And here's the other thing about that $21 million. I And I said this on Twitter, and I, I also have an article on this out. I think the Raiders need to sign an offensive tackle. 
Now, what if they want to spend oh, yeah. money on, on an offensive tackle, which is a premium position, which is more valuable than a linebacker because that's the guy that's going to be protecting your quarterback on the right side. Then you want to spend money there. And then you want to also want to have money going into the season because you're going to have to deal with, you're going to deal with injuries. Players out of the line, you may have to sign guys after the preseason, at the final cuts, during the season. You have to keep money on hand just in case you deal with injuries. So you don't want to spend it all up. You want to have, you, you want to address your spots that we have question marks, but you also want to keep money just in case you have a situation. Now, to your point about the long term, the Raiders have question marks. and A lot of people would agree with this. The Raiders have question marks at offensive tackle, what I just mentioned, and at cornerback. Now, what if next season they want to spend on, at both positions and not draft the guy? What if they want to get a veteran and spend a little money there? Yep. You want to have that money freed up instead of tying it up again with the linebacker because it's not like the Raiders' linebacker position is terrible. As we, as, as I just mentioned, Denzel Perriman is coming off of a Pro Bowl year. I know he's older, but he's coming off his best season. You got a young guy in Divine Diablo who a lot of people have been high on. They signed Jayon Brown. If you can get a bargain at a position, you don't need to spend at you know top dollar at every spot on your roster. No, absolutely. And by the way, uh, just a reminder, tomorrow uh, on Friday morning, we'll have a, our, one of our new extra podcasts, by the way. They're shorter, but it's all Q&A. And we have a question about linebackers for tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow and we'll talk a little bit more about the linebackers. Yeah. And Mo, I, I think that's the thing, too. I, I also saw a lot of well trade draft picks. Right. So we, we know the Raiders traded draft capital in the Devonte Adams deal and other deals as well, including even Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham had a, a draft pick. Yeah, it's a sixth rounder, I think, or a seventh rounder. I can't remember, but one of those. Uh, and so draft capital. And so I had somebody come back with actually a good argument against me. He's like, well, you say they don't do this, but look what, look what, the, um, look what the Patriots did. They traded draft capital all the time. Again, situation similar. I'm not going by what the Patriots always did. I'm going by what I've seen uh, um, Dave Ziegler do. And also the fact that this team, again, when you're rolling people off the roster that are coming into their fifth year and they're coming off their rookie deals, this is where the, the salary cap stuff comes in. They're rolling off the, the deal. You might go get some veterans, like you said, Mo, great point. But then they're going to have to go get younger players on those, on those rookie-type contracts so that they can keep their star players, right? So they all work together. It's like a teeter-totter. And so when you, when you up, uh, up the ante on some of these veteran players, you got to fill your roster with some younger talent on those rookie contracts. That's how you do it in the NFL. Absolutely. And just a case in point with the cornerback position, Rocky Asin, Anthony Averett, Trayvon Mullen, all those guys are in a contract year. So even if they don't go out and get a different guy, and let's say one of those cornerbacks that they have right now plays well, they're going to have to pay one of those guys. Yeah. So yeah. You, again, you just a good roster has a balance of high-paid stars and guys on a rookie deal who are outplaying their contract. You just have to have that balance. You do. And, and again, it goes by position in the NFL. It's not 1986 where linebacker, the game was different. And so, yeah, a Lawrence Taylor, you know, yeah, you pay him whatever he wants. I think the Raiders are in a different position and they just took care of a bunch of guys, including their quarterback, the most important guy on the field. And so they have to be careful. Yes, they're building that defense up, but you're going to have, you have a lot of question marks. You don't know if Trayvon Mullen, as much as I love the kid, you don't know if he's going to make it, if he's going to come back and be able to stay healthy. So there's a lot of question marks. So they need to keep some, some salary freedom there for the future. So good. All right. Well, that's the end of that discussion. And that means we're going to take our first break. When we come back here on Silver and Black today, we're going to delve into some more things around the defense. Patrick Graham's scheme. We've seen it now in one game. 
against uh, Jacksonville out in Canton. Now they're getting set for the Vikings this weekend in Las Vegas. What is that scheme look like so far? How's it been? And uh, and what are what can we learn so far in the play that we've seen and stuff coming out of the camp? All right, we'll come back right after this. You're listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. We'll be right back. <laughs> 